0: Is so well
1: hey everyone, it's Wade and Ryan here. It's NFL in London, week seventeen. Ryan and I are still in Canada. But we're coming back <laughs> home. Uh, yeah,
0: on the well, I'm on I'm on my last fumes to be honest. I'm uh, lot, you, what? You do you not tip? Do
1: you want to tip? Do you want to round up? Do you want to tip? Oh my
0: god! No. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a lot of that. Um, yeah. A lot of bad service. Uh, yeah, it's just been a crazy couple of weeks of just nonstop drinking. So I'm absolutely looking forward to going back to england where you never drink. no so, of course I've not much... we're
1: sober as judges um <laughs> the safe, it,
0: i'm going to a nice safe space which is. is england
1: um speaking of safe space joey flacco how about oh joe God. flacco man looking like an mvp looking like uh they could cleveland could be dangerous with joe flacco they, they could put up a couple hundred yards every game and it's with the, not everyone, you know, some of the guys always hurt, but you know, you thought, you know, I mean, obviously, we picked that the Cleveland to win this one, but uh, what a beatdown it was on. Uh,
0: it, oh my, yeah, it was uh, the the stat was it was Flacco, uh, no, or sorry, no team, no quarterback the Jets have left to have over two hundred eighty yards, and Flacco had almost three hundred at half.
1: Oh yeah, so he's got he more touchdowns almost, than most teams. He's already had, like thirteen yeah. touchdowns.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's got more like Kenny Pickett does in his whole career. Like, he's yes. just – I yes. don't know. And the funny thing is that with this win and a Baltimore loss, next week's for the one seed. Yeah. It's going to be Cleveland-Baltimore. Like, I kind of want to see that, even though I don't want to see that because I on Miami to lose. Yeah. But if that happens, that's going to be the prime time game. Joe Flacco against his old team to take the one seed. Oh, my God.
1: He's playing against he, all his old
0: teams. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, man, it was just rough Like watching Trevor Simeon. They just can't do anything. Priest yeah. Hall's the only... It's just... It's a real risky thing what they're doing, because like, again, if Aaron Rodgers, unless he's like the messiah, you know, you still got questions. You know, yeah. I've got questions about Hackett and, and Robert Salah, because it's like... You're only going to have this defense for a few more, and then you got to have true coaching greatness in you. And I worry, I, I just worry this whole thing. You're giving Rogers one more year, and if it doesn't, if it, no one's expecting it to kind of go well. No, And it's just looking even rougher, and all the criticism he's taken, it's just, it's getting ugly in New York, and it hasn't even started. <laughs> yeah but um but yeah so the jets to me is just is just a waste of a season you could have had flacco and done that but you wouldn't have because you would have had kenny or nathaniel hackett calling the plays and it would have been terrible so i think it's more of a credit to also the browns offensive coordinator who's Mm -hmm. been able to work this magic and give flacco his wings back it's been amazing and they're
1: spreading the ball around you know they're they're exciting to watch the defense is strong um and as you say, now they're ten and five. You know, this is this is a, a team that you know that was struggling for a bit. And you know that when the whole Deshaun thing, you're like, oh man, what's going to happen with this team? And now, you know, Flacco comes to what is his thirty second team in the league, and uh, and they're doing all right. So. But we do have some great games going on, including the Saturday game, Saturday night, folks. Uh, big game, big game. Detroit—they're eleven and four. They're at home. Or they're visiting Dallas, who are ten and five. Dallas are six-point favorites in this one. Fifty-three points. Uh, five is the over/under. We're going to expect a lot of points in this one. Uh, it's Dak versus Matty Stafford. Uh, excitement in this one. You know, Dallas has taken some tough losses, but this is a game at home. Uh, how, how do you think Detroit's going to fare against uh, Dallas at home?
0: Wow, that's the. Again, it's just going to just create this whole narrative thing about Dallas can only really play at home, and it's kind of an insult to give Detroit, who's winning their division, like a six-point underdog. You mm-hmm. know, it feels like a crazy amount. I, I think like it is still golf in a dome. Mm-hmm. He's been playing well. He's got he's got this. He's been playing much better the last couple of games. Jameer Gibbs looked awesome last game. He's looking quick and and kind of heating up at the right time. Um, so I think six and a half. I think this. Dallas team is just reeling a bit. And I think, yeah, being at home will help. I think they win. Because I think they've had just a couple really tough losses in a row and they need to kind of bounce back. So the fact that they're at home will be beneficial, but I think it's going to be close. I think Detroit kind of pushes them maybe to the end. Dak was able to kind of finish the job, like unlike last week, even though he did give them the lead, but the defense just gave it up. So I'm going to go Dallas to win 28 to 25.
1: Ooh, a close one! Uh, pushing the points too. I, you know, I've got Dallas to win as well, but I actually think they match up pretty well. These two teams, and you know, Detroit, uh, Dallas is pretty good at stopping the run. Um, so I think that's yeah. going to really it's going to be a little tough for them. Uh, but Detroit, you know, we've seen can get scored on. You know, you, they, they've got that gaps in the in the secondary, so Dallas could really light them up. And I've got Dallas to actually cover the spread. I've got it thirty three to twenty six, seven points. Uh, Dallas takes the big win. Detroit fumbles and uh, and tries to get themselves ready because uh, you know it's 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 tough for them uh, in in the NFC. Moving on to Sunday, Funday, and we've got quite a few games going on at the one o'clock slate. Of course, the big one that everyone's excited about: Miami Dolphins are eleven and four. They're to the Baltimore team who is twelve and three. Uh, three and a half point favorite tier for Baltimore. Lots of injuries uh, have been going on through the, the Miami locker room as well. Over under is forty seven points. Um, Baltimore at home, uh, high-flying Miami after you know <laughs> what Baltimore did to San Francisco. Uh, is it looking like they're going to do the same thing to Miami, do you think?
0: Ooh, I, I'm surprised this is a 1 o'clock game. I would have thought it would have been 4 o'clock, but I guess they, they, they kind of already locked them yeah. in uh, ahead of time. Um, ah, this is a really tough one. Um, I think... Again, and I think the, the pressure has just been added with what Cleveland's done. Now, Baltimore, like a few weeks ago, kind of had a pretty easy shot at this one seed. Like they could mm-hmm. afford a loss. And now they've gotten into a situation where now they cannot afford a loss uh, because they are just they do not want to have to play Cleveland, I think, for the division. Mm-hmm. Um, with all that narrative and all that juice and the momentum of Cleveland. So I think they're gonna need to get it done. I think they're at home, which really helps them. And I think the fact that, you know, Jalen Waddle's going to be out for Miami, it's going to make it a lot harder And this defense. You know, we saw what they did to Brock Purdy, yep. you know, two of yep. kind of a similar quarterback. You know, they're both, you know, not overly big, strong, fast or mobile, you know, they're just kind of just put your foot down, throw it to the guy who's open and just mm-hmm. move on. They're kind of, so I think they're very similar And what they did to, to them. You the know, so I and again, I just don't see how they're just gonna be able to to move the ball at ease. I I think the secondary can they're not gonna give up like 200 yards to Tyreek. I'd be shocked if they yeah. did. And I think they want a little revenge from like, wasn't it like a couple of years ago when you know two had like five touchdowns in the in the yeah. fourth quarter yeah. like that game? That insane comeback. Uh so I think that's gonna be on their mind. So I'm gonna go with Baltimore to win, setting up the AFC East final. In the last week, uh, I'm going to say 24
1: to 20. Governance spread. I, I think Miami keeps it within uh, two points. I've got it 24 to 22. I think they're battling it out. Miami, you know, they're tricky. They're tricky sometimes. And I think that McDaniels is, is going to watch, have watched that game, has watched the San Fran game, seen what they can do and figure out ways to try to prepare against them. It's going to be a battle of coaching. Um, but, you know, it's also the, the weather could be crappy as well tomorrow in Baltimore. Uh, but I've got Miami just keeping it close. I've got a two-point spread, 24 to 22. The AFC East uh, battle, uh, New England, is 4 and 11. Buffalo is 9 and 6, 13-point favorites. And the last time these two met, it didn't go the Buffalo's way. Uh, 40.5 yeah. is the over-under. But this one's in Buffalo, um, and everyone's healthy. So is there any excuse uh, for, for the Bills to fall once again? And it is 13 yeah. points <laughs> too crazy? What do you think about do, your Bills' chances at home? Well, you are missing this I mean,
0: one. I know. I'm going to be in the air on this but I'm going to be on Radio Silence. Chill Sunday. I'm going to enjoy my New Year's Day. I'm going to get a couple hours in to watch football all day and catch up. It's going to be great. It's gonna, well, we're on we the same blind plane ride phone. home. So I'll, I'll yeah, make sure. And, I'll so send a note from yeah. the
1: stewardess from first class. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So yeah, you know the another guy with, who looks broken in the back, yeah, uh, with his two children screaming. Let yeah. him know the let him know lost. Buffalo Buffalo do. lost. <laughs> Let's yeah. give me a fix, first. Um, <laughs> yeah, and send a bottle, send a bottle of champagne on me. I will. Uh, yeah. I think yeah, I think Buffalo has. To. I think again, New England. I think they're going to go back into tank mode. They have all these guys that they're kind of injured that, that are out. You know. Kendrick Bourne's out, now Jabiro Peppers is out. Verdi lost from Andre Stevenson. They just have so many injuries. I think I don't see how they're going to be able to move the ball. And I think Buffalo kind of got lucky last week. And this is like a with, with that Chargers game. Like they could have easily, that was way too close. And I yeah. think they know they got to kind of put this team away. And I think they're embarrassed like that they lost to the to the Pats with Mac Jones having like, his greatest game of his career. And just giving up that drive at the end to win it. Uh, it was, I think they're embarrassed by it. So I, I think Buffalo comes out, but 13 and a half again, that Pat's D is just good. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just a bit too much, to be honest with you. So I'm gonna go with 30 to 20 Buffalo wins. Uh but yeah, 13 half is too much.
1: I yeah, I, I don't know. I think that uh I think Buffalo now there's there's vengeance, they're at home. I can't see New England scoring. I just can't see Zappy or any of them getting it together. You know, Buffalo sees and smells, um, you know, the change in the AFC and the, and some chances here for them. I just can't see New England. And, I, th- you know, I know I don't like big spreads like this, but I also just don't believe New England's going to score. I think it's a bit of vengeance here. I've got a 23 to 9 for Buffalo. Uh, mm-hmm. Only a field goals for them. Ooh, heading into Chicago, where the Bears are favorite, but the Bears are starting to play some good football. And there's a sniff of playoffs. If a whole bunch of people Ooh. lose and things fall into place. Atlanta is seven and eight. Um, they're visiting the Bears, who are six and nine. Chicago are three-point favorites. Hoo-ha! Thirty-point, 38 points is the over-under in this one. I'm, uh, I've been on. I've been calling the Bears' wins past couple of weeks. I'm calling this one another one, and, and I've got it 21 to 12 in this one. Um, I think Chicago's defense is going to stymie Atlanta uh, and Justin Fields. I you know Atlanta's pretty good uh, against some of the past, so I think they're going to isolate DJ Moore. But the uh, and Cole Komet, they're not sure. It doesn't look like he's going to be back. But I think we got enough tools there. How do you like Atlanta's chances against my well, Bears?
0: I, I do like it. I think it's going to be much closer than you think. I just like I just can't it's hard for me to go down the Atlanta the Atlanta train just because you know they did play a lot better last week and they took took really just took care of business against um a kind of a similar team not a similar team with the Bears but you know a team kind of getting hot but now it's kind of falling apart the Bears are a bit different they're now the hot team with Justin Fields just kind of auditioning for his future basically Mm -hmm. just trying to make it harder and harder for the bears to maybe even draft maybe they go marvin harrison jr what first overall yeah. and just say just tried to say screw it like why not do that um i i i think atlanta can win this i think again the bears just feel like every time you think you're, you're gonna have this chance at the playoffs they just have this letdown game like they did against cleveland a couple weeks ago and yeah. so they just let them back in um I'm going to go with Atlanta to win, even though I've been picking your bears the last couple of weeks, but I think Atlanta with that division being on the line, I think they can, if they use their weapons, like they kind of did last week and they were able to get 30 points, which they have not done almost pretty much all year. So I'm going to go Falcons 2017
1: to
0: win Ooh. kind of a close
1: one against my bears. I'm definitely giving mm-hmm. you the scores from the plane. Um, <laughs> all right, we're moving on to another AFC battle. CJ Stroud is back. Um, Coming in for the last game, they're 8-7. and seven. Houston, uh, they were looking fine at the start of the season. They're taking on a Tennessee team where everything's disappointing. Billy Jeans is back. Will Levis as well. He's 5-10. Uh, Houston at home, favored by five points in this one. 43 points is the over-under. Um, Houston, CJ Stroud, uh, do you think he can light it up again like he has been all season uh, now that he's back? Or, you know, is it some guys when they return from concussions don't always light it up right away. It's a little slow. Uh, yeah, do I, don't know. I don't know
0: what's going to happen with him because he was just so exciting and so much fun. Does he just pick up where he left off? I think that's, again, I think that's um, more than likely to happen. I just think you're going up against a Tennessee team that's just really, it just, let like, every game is just like, so difficult. Or like Will Levis has had that first game that was amazing. It's very hard to follow it up. Even Derrick Henry, is, he's just inconsistent where he has a great game, throwing touchdowns, and then he has one game like twelve carries, eight yards. So it's just a lot of inconsistency. I think Stroud comes in and plays really well. I think they need this. I think this is just a game um that of of they just they they've almost they almost had this division, which is still kind of in play. Like we got Jacksonville, mm-hmm. who's gonna be playing without Trevor Lawrence. Damn, yeah. So to me, like that division's wide open, even with you know, uh the Raiders and the Colts playing. Um I, so I'm gonna go with them. I think Stroud wins this. I think he comes back as a big game, kind of takes off where he left off. I'm gonna go uh Houston 27-20. 27 to 20. Uh
1: yeah, I've got I've got it 28 to 18. Uh, I, I really think Houston here, CJ Stroud. I mean, look, I, I think a lot of times when guys come back from concussions, they they are, you know, it's not very good. Um, a little tender. But um, this is Houston at home in Tennessee. The defense has actually started to play up a bit in Tennessee. Um, you know, they're, they're getting a little better at it. So, you know, it's, it's going to try to shut down some of the options that t- the Houston has. But I don't know. Houston at home, the way that he is, his fourth quarter shenanigans, uh, I think it's close. And then he opens it up at the end. 28 to 18, covers it with 10-point spread. Uh, another guy who's back is Michael Pittman Jr. in Indianapolis, as the Colts are 8-7, and seven, uh, still sniffing around for the playoffs. Las Vegas also sniffing around for the playoffs. They're 7-8, and eight, and they're playing like fire under the new coach. Indianapolis is 3.5-point favorites and a 43.5-over under Indianapolis at home in the Dome. Gardner Minshew, um, up and down, you know, so, sometimes this year. Uh, I think a lot of people, he hasn't been the Joe Flacco everyone wanted, um, but with Pittman back... You know it's hard to stop Pittman. How do you uh, how do you like Las Vegas' chances? Do you think they run out of steam on this one?
0: I it's- it's, it, there's actually a scenario where the Raiders could win the division. To be perfectly mm-hmm. honest, because if the Chiefs Chiefs lose out and the Raiders win out, I think you know they win the division. Unfortunately, you know that the Chiefs do have pretty easy schedule going forward. It's hard to pick the Raiders considering, even though they won on Christmas Day, they had three quarters with their quarterback pass for zero yards. Yeah. Like, if I'm the Raiders, how are you not considering putting Jimmy G back in Exactly, if you have the chance at the playoffs? Like, that's what I would do. Give your team a shot. Aiden O'Connell, like, yeah, it was good. But he doesn't see... If you're the guy, you don't go three quarters of zero yards in a row. So, I uh, I think it's going to be tough for the Raiders to win this, and I think if they played Jimmy G, I'd feel much better because I think you just got to be able to get Devontae Adams more involved. You don't have uh, Josh Jacobs; he's going to be out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have a defense that is playing better. You know they got two defensive touchdowns last week, so they're they're a much stronger defense. It's just I'm going to go the fact that it's in Indianapolis, and and they're coming off kind of getting their their asses handed to them by. Um, by the Falcons last week, so I'm gonna go with the Colts to win. Even though I kind of want the Raiders to have this shot at the division to be hilarious, but I'm gonna go with the Colts to win, uh, 22 to 17.
1: You know, I was originally been thinking about this that Pittman coming back, it should be good. That the Colts and and you know Vegas seems to to really like Indianapolis in this one, but I don't know. There's something about the the, the upset nature that the Vegas plays with. Indianapolis also seems like. You know, when they need to win, they screw it up. And I think this is going to be one of those games where they just screw it up. Um, I've got Las Vegas to win at 18 to 16. I think it's going to be ugly, fluky. Uh, I just, for, I just, Vegas just seems to be playing disruptor ball right now. Nothing to lose. And I think it's all down to their coach. Maybe they do. Uh, you know, O'Connell wasn't that great. So I don't know what they make changes that they do anything to the quarterback. But yeah, I've just, I smell a bit of upset in this one. Uh, I smell a lot of crap in this one. It's in car Carolina are two and thirteen. They've given the Bears a nice draft pick, and they're at Jacksonville, where Trevor Lawrence uh, is finally out. Uh, they're eight and seven. Um, you know, not not the best season that Jacksonville wanted, but they're six and a half point favorites in this one, which interesting enough, over under is thirty eight. Uh, Jacksonville obviously taking a big Florida loss last week. Um, six and a half points against the Carolina team uh, is that w- without Trevor Lawrence? Is is that too much to ask? Do you think?
0: Yeah, I I get and you're coming with from the other side where Bryce Young coming off his best game where he was mm-hmm. able to put up thirty points actually look competent. Maybe that was a little carryover game. Now you're going up against a Jacksonville team that's reeling, that has lost their quarterback, has lost all their confidence. They were to talk about the one seed a couple of weeks yeah. ago. They might not make the playoffs. They genuinely no. could be out. And like there's gonna be some huge games next week. So I'm gonna go with Carolina to win this. Ooh. I think the fact that CJ beat beat hard is in mm-hmm. Bethardt. Um, does not give me any confidence and I think Bryce Young is probably a better quarterback than I know he has not looked great, but that game is a confidence builder against the pack though. Know, even though they lost they were able to kind of stay in it keep it up and I think that they are able to do this I think if Trevor Lawrence played I would pick Jacksonville, but right now I'm just gonna go with I don't know how you've solved the this problem that Jacksonville has with they 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 can't <laughs> get the running game going they, they so it's going to be rough. So I'm going to go with Carolina to win uh, 20 to 14. Ooh.
1: Yeah, I just can't. I just can't give Carolina that much. I mean, look, it's <laughs> Jacksonville at home and I get it. And he's been playing well, but yeah, Jacksonville still got a bit of a defense. Still got a running game. I think Etienne, we're going to stop Etienne. Um, Ugly. I've got Carolina to cover because I don't think six and a half is, is, is good for a beat hard. But uh, I've got it 19 to 14 for Jacksonville covering sure. six and a
0: half seems and six and a half
1: seems quite a bit. And as you said, you know, it, they put up quite a po- quite a few points last week, Carolina. It seems like, you know, as people are writing them off, um, you know, they're playing with a bit of a bit of fire. So I think uh, six and a half too much. Carolina covers that one. More of our one o'clock games uh, as the Rams are eight and seven and they smell some playoffs. Uh, they are heading into New York Giants. who are five and ten, and hey, oh Tony, uh, it all fell apart for him. Five and a half points spread for the Rams. Is he, is he even starting? Or I is don't. Tyrod. I think it's Tyrod starting. Yet. I think it's Tyrod yeah. starting. Yeah, forty four and a half is the over under in this one. Um, Rams eight and a half points. Uh, a lot of points anticipated in this one to be scored. Uh, the Rams can put up some points. Matt Stafford smelling smelling some playoffs again. Um when a lot of people didn't even think about these guys at the start of the season. Uh how do you like New York Giants chances at home?
0: Well, I don't. Um I think Tyrant's fine, but I think J- the the Rams are are just really a hot team right now. That team you don't want to play. You know, they also got they gotta get Puka Nakua 150 yards, I think, to get the rookie receiving record yardage. Um, so I think they're gonna be feeding him the next couple of weeks, and I think this is a great opportunity. You can do that against the Giants. They again, Tyrod will probably make this stable. and It'll make it like a close, competitive game more so than if, if Tommy DeVito. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know my score. You tell me your score, and I'll. I'll I've got the to you I've on, got a high
1: the, high score on affair. I've got it thirty to twenty three. Um, look, the Rams still can get scored on. Aaron Donald's a beast, but you can still score on him. The Giants, you know, Saquon is going to be difficult for them to to handle. Um, so I think the Giants can put up some points. Tyrod is obviously getting a little more dangerous than Tommy. Uh, he's got that experience factor, but you can score points on LA. I've got it 30 to 23 LA wins by seven points and you.
0: Oof. Yeah. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go 28, 24. I think it's going to be a bit of a close game. I think Tyler's just one of those guys. He doesn't tech usually get uh, blown up blown out because he's just very cautious of the ball. He's too safe mm-hmm. to his own uh, detriment. So I think they keep it close. I think they use Barkley and you never know. Like, There's always, like it's like we've seen it all year, whenever there's this super hot team, they just kind of maybe just put up a stinker on the ones they should win. We saw with Kansas City against the Raiders. Is this a game where everyone's like in the world is just on the Rams and then they come in and kind of trip over themselves, you know, coming into New York? So I could see that potentially happening, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think.
1: Yeah. Um, This one team is okay. One team is crap. It's Arizona. They're three and 12. They're at Philadelphia, who is 11 and four, still struggling, having some losses. But they're 10 and a half point favorites in this one at home. 48 points is the over under. Uh, these two have been had some some history between them. And of course, Philadelphia lost the Super Bowl in Arizona. Um, but 10 and a half points. Is that too much over a team that Arizona has always sort of played them kind of tricky and close? Um, how do you like uh, Arizona's chances in Philadelphia? <laughs>
0: Well, I think, yeah, yeah like tend to have, I think, again, you can score. Um, you, they, and again, the one thing is that Philly has really been susceptible with tight ends this hmm. year. So again, and uh, there's been a great, like, is it McBride? Yeah. Trey, Trey McBride. Trey McBride. Uh, he's yeah. looked, looked excellent with Arizona, Kyler. So again, you can use him. I still don't think Philly wins this by a 10. I, I think that's just a bit too much. I think Kyler at least with his feet can make plays and kind of keep this a little bit close again, Philly's still something's not right. And I just don't think it's going to get fixed right now. You can't fix a bad defense this late in the season. you you kinda are who you are now. And you just kinda you need the offense to really kind of take off and carry you. So I think they need to get back to what they do best. And that's just running the ball, like getting back to that two sides, the trenches. Mm. That's where Philly's the most dangerous. So I, I'm gonna go Philly to win this, but but only by seven a little 30 to 23.
1: Yeah, I I think ten and a half is too much. And, and as you say, Arizona's they, they can they got their numbers sometimes, uh, and also that nothing to lose football. Philadelphia just seems to be there's that scoring problem that they have. They they seem sort of indomitable at the start, and then just taken they've taken a few beats. But uh, I, I like Arizona to cover it. I've got twenty seven to twenty. Philly um, wins, but Arizona keeps them a little closer than that. Uh, this divisional and uh, New Orleans is seven and eight. Uh, and they're playing a Tampa Bay team. They've just played not too long ago. Tampa Bay is eight and seven. They're two and a half point favorites in this one. Uh, 43 and a half is the over under, um, Tampa, you know, Baker Mayfield has been playing some good football lately. Consistent him and Mike Evans have been looking good connecting. They're at home. Uh, Derek Carr has been frustrated, I think, but, uh, you know, their defense is also, I think Lattimore, um, you know, if, if he's out, it's going to be a very difficult for them as well. How do you like to Tampa Bay's chances at home?
0: Oh, definitely. I, I'm definitely choosing Tampa. I think I think there's a lot of like frustration in uh, New Orleans with Derek Carr. I think he's not winning over anyone. The fans are kind of getting fed up with him. I think his teammates are getting fed up with just how inept the offense, especially near the red zone, is. And, and you think it's a guy who's so good at dumping it off, and you have the ultimate dump-off weapon, Alvin Kamara, who hasn't really been utilized as much as he should be. Like, it's just it's a bit of a mess. While well, meanwhile you got Baker, who's just looking like he's one of the better quarterbacks of the draft of the last uh-huh. couple of years. Him and Mike Evans have this connection; it's working. They're they're feeling themselves, and I think they got the division like, right in their crest. They can kind of take this. They should probably. I don't know if they could wrap it up this week if I guess everyone else loses. But I think I think they're just a fun team to watch right now, and the and it's making the NFC a bit more fun because we thought it would just be like a trash heap in yeah. the playoffs but you know you got tampa who's surging you got the rams who's surging so it could be some real fun matches so i'm gonna go with the bucks to win they're they're on fire i'm gonna go with them to win 30 to 21.
1: i'm uh, i'm gonna take new orleans an upset here I, I think when tampa tampa needs this win and sometimes a team like that when you need a win uh you don't get it they fall apart um and new orleans defense i think has enough tools to maybe frustrate uh, Baker. Um, Alvin Kamara, maybe this is the game because they are weak against the run. So I actually like uh, New Orleans here in a little bit of an upset. I've got a 25 21 upset uh, in this one. Uh, Tampa Bay needs this win. And of course, when they need it, they choke and they won't get it. The final game of our one o'clock slate has the uh, San Francisco 49ers, who are coming off that smarting loss to Baltimore last week. They're 11 4 and 12 and a half point favorites over the Washington football team, who are 4 11. Uh, 49 and a half points is the over under in this one. Does, does Washington have any chance after the embarrassment that, uh, San Francisco no. took last year? No, no, <laughs> I don't think
0: so. No, it feels like this one is a safe one. Like they want to get Brock Purdy, his confidence. They want to probably have a big, he could probably have a big bounce back game, uh, like three, four touchdowns. Again, Washington's looked a bit better with Brissett, but this is a team that's that knows its coach is fired. It's all kind of gone downhill. They were getting smoked by the Jets, who then just let them back into the game. Um, again, teams that get humiliated, especially number one seeds, this is a perfect bounce back game. I can't see any way this isn't like a three touchdown win. Um, I'm going to go like San Francisco, like 38 to 17. I think it's just going to be a beatdown.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, got, I got you on that one. Um, this is a, you know, if it, this would be a good one if you got Brock Purdy in your finals for fantasy. Um, I, uh, I I like him here in this one. I, I think they again, I'm with you. They're going to easily cover that 12 and a half. Um, the only thing that could slow them down is the weather. Washington's defense isn't going to do much. And, you know, I think San Francisco's defense having, you know, the shakedown that they took last week uh, from Baltimore. uh, they've got to be very embarrassed because they were such a, a solid defense. And uh, it. It I think it was supposed to be um uh Brissett was was supposed to be the quarterback, but he, he got hurt in practice on Friday. So it's gonna be Sam Howell again. Uh Mr. Holds on to the ball too long. And you going against that San Francisco defense. Oh, oh, poor Sam Howell. 31 to 10 is what I got. Heading into yeah. our later slate of games, four o'clock games. Ryan will be at the airport. Um Pittsburgh, <laughs> eight and seven. Heading into a Seattle team who's eight and seven. And both these teams, uh, you're just going, what the heck has happened to your season? uh rudolph the red-nosed reindeer will be back uh seattle's three and a half point favorites at home 41 and a half is the over mm-hmm. under be a wet and windy conditions in seattle uh pittsburgh do they have any chance but if with mason rudolph who knows he was dating uh eugenie bouchard maybe that'll help
0: <laughs> um i again no i think I think it was a good, it was a big win for them. He was able to get the ball. Let's just see how it works with maybe him and Pickens have a connection. I think this is going to be a really close game. Um, I think Seattle is kind of just has the more weapons. I think mm-hmm. if I'm going to trust Gino to kind of be able to pull this off. And again, Mason Rudolph's had one good game. Let's see him have two good games. So at least I'm going with a little bit of just kind of who I trust a bit more. And I'm going to trust that Gino can figure this out, get it to. Uh, you know, he's faced a gauntlet of a big, you know, defensive tackle. And so he plays against the big boys. He's able he's going to be able to handle a little TJ Watt coming at him because he has Aaron Donald coming at him every or Nick Bosa. So I'm going to go with Seattle to win. I think it's going to be a really close game. I guess it's going to be like 24 to 23. Like a last second win.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. I think it's going to be very close because, you know, the defense are going to play each other close. Uh, and these uh, teams have just sort of delivered sucky football you know, a lot of this year. Uh, I think Seattle wins because they're at home, but Pittsburgh keeps it close enough. Uh, but Seattle, as you say, just has a bit more of those options, a bit more weapons. And, you know, they can score. Um, they can they can get the ball down the field. I got a 21 to 19, but Pil- Pittsburgh covers. This one, big implications here. As we head, head to the AFC and the trash talking has already begun. Between these two, Cincinnati is eight and seven, heading into a Kansas City team whose defense is getting better, but the offense, not so much. Uh, ten and five. Um, or Kansas City, There's seven-point favorites in this one. Forty-four and a half points is the over/under. Uh, Taylor has already dropped Taylor Travis, probably. Um, uh, Kansas. City I don't date home. losers. I don't yeah, date I don't date losers. Yeah, what's that, uh, Joe Flacco? What? What's his number? Um,
0: yeah he's sexy
1: yeah uh 44 and a half um you know the kansas city uh jamar chase was already saying there's not much to fear in that kansas city defense um even though they've been playing some exceptional football uh seven points yeah. oh is that a lot against a, a team uh that cincinnati that's uh you know having a tough season
0: yeah i think it's going to be hard um this is a tough i think this is a tough match for cincinnati you're coming in with browning yet coming off a bad game there's now coming more tape on him, so, which is kind of the thing. Usually what happens, you get a good hot start, and then people catch up. That mm-hmm. seems to be the way it always goes. And I think you just going to get some really good defense. Chris Jones is just a game wrecker out there every week. And Sneed can really... they got great corners, so I don't know what Jamar Chase is talking about. Uh, this is a really good defense. I think it's going to make it really hard for Browning. And Mahomes has got to get his team right. I think his team needs to have a bounce-back game for him. Like, his receivers mm-hmm. got to start making some plays. I see Kelsey scoring finally. I think this game, Cincinnati can get the ball moved on him. Yeah. Um, and I think the fact that this is going to be in Kansas City, is going to be a tough environment, and their fans are, are pissed, and they know that they need to win this because, again, they don't want to have to play for the division in Week 18. They want to wrap it up this week. So I'm going to go with Kansas City. Uh, to, if I fix a few things, uh, I'm going to go twenty 27- seven. I'm going to say a push.
1: A push. Uh, I think uh, Cincinnati's defense is is something that's not to be sneezed at. And Joe Mixon uh, will make it tough in this one. But again, I I agree with you. Kansas City, they've really, you know, they've heard the hate. And you're 10-5 and now. Um, You know, you've taken some bad losses. Uh, So, it just, I don't know if everything's right yet. You know, there's still a few things missing in Kansas City. And they're not, they just seem to have lost a lot of the zip that they had. Um, and who knows if they can turn the frustration around, but Cincinnati is also one of those teams a little bit desperate. So I've got it close. I've got it, uh, Kansas city, 23, Cincinnati, 21. Uh, another big, uh, AFC matchup sees the LA chargers, uh, who are, uh, feeling a little spirited after firing their coach. Um, they're five and 10 and they're heading into a Denver team where, where the quarterback has been benched. That's right. Russell Wilson yeah. is riding the pines. Um, he's seven and eight. They're seven and eight. Uh, three and a half points is a favorite for Denver here. Obviously, may, how does a team play when you've just dropped the quarterback? Um, you, you know, because his future is pretty much done in that city. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's going to be, saying? yeah,
0: they're going to. They're going to take some big dead money cap hits, but they can't. he can't play again. That uh, They've clearly signaled that. I'm kind of interested to see what Stidham can do, because he had a couple of good games with the Raiders last year, I remember, mm-hmm. where he put up some big numbers. And again, I think this is, now we can see, like, how bad was Russ? Like, is this yeah. John Payton now, where he has someone who can at least do a little bit more um and why and yeah and why did it take so long I guess if this yeah. is what the plan probably always was like it just feels all weird and I don't know maybe I don't feel like anyone's going to be like a mutiny because Russ got benched um I still think I'm going to pick the Chargers to win this I just Ooh. think maybe this is going to be a little fun game for them their 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 team is like again they've just been knocked out pretty much Denver it's going to be hard for them to really really be up for it. I think, again, you got the Chargers team who played a lot better last week and can move it. It's going to be tough. It's going to be ugly, but I don't think Stidham's going to have his, like, just walk on the field and light it up, I don't think. But, so I'm going to go 21 to 20. I'm going to go Chargers upset.
1: Oh. I, you know, to your point, I think that uh, Stidham is going to play. Uh, It's a home crowd. Everyone's going to be stoned. Um, And, uh, you know, New Year's Eve. Um, so I I like uh the Denver team here. I think this is the game they get it, they'll run it down. It's you know, Chargers defense have struggled as well. So um I like Denver to get the win here. A convincing win 21 to 13. The final game we have is 8:30 on Sunday game. Oh, and what an NFC Norse stinker this <laughs> is. The poor Green Bay <laughs> Packers have really started to show is Jordan Love has not been what he's you know been shined up to be. They're seven and eight, and they're heading into a Minnesota team who's starting their 28th quarterback, it seems uh there's seven and eight as well but they're two point favorites at home in this one uh you know green green bay obviously had uh, that jair, jair alexander problem with getting, running out doing the coin toss right. and he's benched um so 46 and a half points is the over under in this one um yeah how do you how do you like uh minnesota at home um in this well season?
0: now well by the way my batteries on my headphones may die during though so we're at the end of this. I couldn't get through it. I'm going to go quickly with this. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. You got Jared Hall coming in. I just don't feel confident about that. You have Packers who, again, the only real problem is just their defense can't stop anyone. Like Jordan Love's looking better. He's looking confident. You know, Aaron Jones looked a little bit better. And I think this Minnesota team is just kind of after the Mullins experience, you're going into another, another quarterback. It's just too late. Um, I think the Packers take this. Pretty easily. It's a first start for a guy. It's a good thing for the Packers defense because if you get lit up by a guy in his first start, you're in big trouble if you make the playoffs. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Packers to win uh 27 to 17.
1: And I've got the Vikings to win at home. Uh, you know, they've just got too much talent. It seems like Green Bay have just sort of given up at this point. They're going to limp off uh outside of the playoffs, missing everything. I've got Minnesota to win this one. Con- well, not convincingly, but cover the spread 26 to 20. That's it for our week 17 picks. We'll be back next week, uh, obviously, to to review everything, folks, and hope that you have a good New Year's and, and welcome into 2024. It's going to be your year. It's going to be your year. Thanks for listening. Have a good one.